This is the Dan and Christy podcast. Dan and Christy. The Aussie Deluxe Angus is back at Macca's. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Yum, yum, yum. What did your pet eat? Because there is a story going viral. A family has said they were shocked because a vet told them that their pet pug had managed to eat 200 grams worth of hair bands. Oh, oh yuck. There's nothing worse mm-hmm. than when you get a hair in your mouth, right? Oh, yeah. You know what it's like when you just get this little hair from your head? I can oh, see right, your face. Yeah. Good one. I thought you meant the bathing yeah. suit area. <laughs> like, yeah, that sucks, doesn't it? <laughs> um, but this is what's happened. Um, Ham, his name is. Oh, I love pugs so much. I would I'll get a pug dog if I was to get a dog. I don't have one. But, um, yeah, pug, ham, uh, not her usual self. Seemed very quiet under the weather. And nothing prepared them for the amount of hair bands uh, the vet found in the stomach. So causing a bit of mischief and there's just thousands. The x-ray is Hilarious. You know what? This is mm. the thing. I have so many questions about this. Okay, where are they, where are these bands coming from for mm. a start? Who's left them all over the floor? <laughs> Why didn't and I'm not I'm not pet I mean I'm not parent shaming for pets out there, right? Mm. Um, because it's a whole thing. I have a dog as well, Maui, <laughs> and I have to watch Maui sometimes like I actually watch the kids. That would have taken a long time. Like, is this a gradual thing? Like, mm. how was poor little ham okay? And you know, you're yeah. right, pugs are so cute. They're these gorgeous little chubby things that just eat everything and they yeah. are so gorgeous. Their faces are so small and they can't breathe either. I know. Just, like, <laughs> I know. They look like they've ran into the back of a park car <laughs> and I would be the equivalent of a dog. That's my um, yeah spirit animal right there. But uh, very quiet. Gave the vet a call and a yeah, bunch of odd hairbands in there. Um, there were heaps and it, like it's quite disgusting. 50 to 60 hairbands. It's <laughs> strange that the dog would just keep on tucking in. Oh because, no, they do. Yeah, Honestly, okay. a pet, seriously, they just eat everything. 30 1060, mm. what does your pet eat? Um, and we'll give you some free Maccas. Let us know. So mm. years ago, it was uh, it was on my birthday, right? And we had our beautiful dog, Maui. Mm-hmm. And um, hubby Justin makes me a special dinner, makes me a pasta. Picture the best pasta you've ever seen. Meatballs, fresh basil, <gasps> like pappardelle. Like it was incredible, right? Mm. And um, anyway, puts dinner on the table. I go to the kitchen for two seconds. We disappear, come back. Now we are, dog. He's on the table. It was like a scene from Lady in the Tramp. She's sitting there just slurping up our pasta. I was so oh. upset. And I was like, of all the things that you could have ate, why did you eat my birthday dinner? Mm. But she's so cute, you know, and she was only a puppy, so you can't you can't ever get in trouble. You can't let your dog get in trouble for just being cute and just and, eating your food, right? Well, the best part about that, there was one string of pasta, and then the Lady in the Tramp turned up, and they just kissed and made out at the end of it all. And it was a beautiful thing to witness. But they do eat everything. So maybe you have been to the vet and maybe this has happened to you, mm. whether it be a cat, dog, um, maybe uh, you do own a seagull um, because they eat a lot of stuff too. Um, maybe it's yourself. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> You're we're, an animal. We're open to everything here. 13, 10, 60, what did your pet eat? Now, Gemma from Claremont, what did your dog eat? So my uh, beautiful Grudel Lottie, uh, when she was a baby, she used to eat Cascade Draft Cans. <laughs> Same. Back in the 20s. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but did she sleep well, Jen? That's mm. the question. Oh, look. Look, they were empty. But, uh, yeah, yeah, she was a rat bag. Like, well, she's, still, she's still around, but she's, um, yeah. So what happened? You took her to the vet, the little Lottie no. dog? Oh, right. Yeah, okay. Slept Just, it off. No, no. She had very interesting poop. <laughs> oh, yeah, I bet that would she cut did. through, yeah. Oh. Yeah, oh, Lottie. I know, I know. And um, at Christmas time, she uh, stole my chocolates from under the tree, a box of lint chocolates, and, yeah, she pooped wrappers and all. She's, <laughs> she's living her best life, isn't she, Lottie? <laughs> oh, my goodness. She loves it. <laughs>
And Laura from Mildura, what did your pet eat? In Mildura. Oh, so my sister's boxer, beautiful dog, he actually ate a whole box of your fundraising chocolate. <gasps> the ones that you get, the big carry box. Oh, those massive ones, like the big Maltesers and yeah, big M&Ms. Yeah. Big Freddos and stuff. They are the mm. best boxes of chocolate ever, aren't they? Yes. Yeah, I got home from school and he'd got inside and taken the whole box and all outside, grasses scattered everywhere and no chocolate left. Oh my oh. God, because chocolate is not good for dogs, is it? No, it's not. And of course, then my parents had to pay for the whole box as well. <laughs> you know what? I relate to that because every time I'd bring those chocolates home to, you know, sell to other people, I'd end up eating the whole thing. I dog got it instead. Tamika from Jindera. Now, what did your pet eat? Well, um, it wasn't actually my pet, but um, a client from where I used to work at the veterinary clinic, um, her dog decided to eat um, another lady's underwear. <laughs> Hopefully it was edible underpants. I had an ex oh, once well. that ate my lollies <laughs> my edible underwear oh, oh, that he bought yeah, for okay. me. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I guess... Morning to you, Ashton. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. So ate ate some underwear, and that's how they were at the vet. Yeah. So how did yeah. the underwear get out? Um, that would have been a process. Yeah. At the other end. Yeah. So we were able to surgically remove it. Ugh. Um, and then we popped it in the bag. The client wanted to see what they look like. We showed her, and she's like, "They're not actually her underwear." So we're like, "Okay." Well, you can have a conversation to your husband, but your dog's okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah someone else's sexy, lacy underwear oh, that's no. been laid around that the dog discovers an affair. We can make yeah. a movie about this. <laughs> Sequel to Air Bud. Dan and Christy. It's Dan and Christy, and this guy is the host with the most on the streaming service on Listener. He is a gossip guru and all things Tinseltown. The top moments from the 75th Emmy Awards yesterday. Justin Hill joins us to talk about it. Good morning, mate. Oh, good morning. Now, how good was it? I watched this yesterday. I love yeah. the Emmys. He did, Justin. He actually watched the whole thing on TV. Gee, gosh, I would have thought we'd have to tie you down to get you to do that, but no. <laughs> no, well, I've been watching for the past 75 years. Um, that's, that was the theme, but it was really cool and, and some big winners, wasn't it? Yeah, huge winners, but also a slightly weird thing with this year's Emmys. So they're actually last year's Emmys. So yes. a lot of people might not know that, but um, they were meant to actually happen in September last year for the 2023 season, and it got delayed due to the writers' strike and the actors' strike. So the, the weird thing about this now, right, is that we've got shows picking up Emmys for season one who actually just won Golden Globes for season two. Yeah. I know if that sounds like too confusing or not, but basically <laughs> we've just got a delayed, uh, a delayed award season this year. But yes, some huge winners. I mean, Succession was one of the shows um, that that picked up a lot of awards. Sarah Snook got lead actress for a drama series, The Aussie. Um, also, The Bear, Jennifer Coolidge for The White Lotus, and she actually got kicked off stage. Did you see that moment? <laughs> did I she? Did. Yes. What was she so kicked off stage for? Jennifer Coolidge. So they did this funny thing this year where the a comedian who hosted it. He actually brought his mum along to mm. keep everyone on time. So Anthony Anderson's mum stood <laughs> in the crowd with a sign that, and she wrapped everyone up. And she was like, excuse me, you need to finish. <laughs> 
instead of playing that awful music. Yeah. So Jennifer Coolidge, who loves a long speech, she actually got kicked off stage by Anthony's mother being like, baby, baby, we're done. You need to finish. Come on, wrap up, wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than being played off by the band. Yeah, that's yeah, true. I think so too. Would you put the White Lotus on your must-watch list, Justin? Because you know what? I still haven't seen the White Lotus. Okay. I've heard incredible things about yeah, it. I've always no. known her as Stifler's mum. So I yes. think you're convincing everyone we have to check out this series too. Well, firstly, it makes me want a hot dog real bad. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I would definitely give The White Lotus a watch. It is a fantastic format of a show. It's a murder mystery. You find out that there's a murder at the beginning of the series and then you kind of backtrack and figure out, and they do the same format. And also, too, the rumour around at the moment is the next season of The White Lotus is going to star Harry Styles, which is going to be huge. But, um, the yeah, this the, the award show yesterday, they also did this really cool thing where they actually recreated some, some sets from some famous shows so they recreated the sopranos cheers like a whole heap of shows and then they had the cast from those shows come out and reunite and actually present awards it was very clever yeah it was cool i really like the ally mcbeal cast coming out and doing the first multi-sex bathrooms that we all now know and love but they did the dance too they shimmied around the stage yeah and apparently that show is getting a reboot as well so very topical that they would come out on stage because they're they're actually rebooting ally mcbeal so, and also too, I'm very curious. What did you think of the red carpet? I thought that was very interesting this year. Apparently, the big thing is is no more shirts under suits for men. Yeah, and a green goblin turned up. Green <laughs> goblin. <laughs> Mysterious Green Goblin, which was so weird, was actually one of the drag queens from RuPaul's Drag Race. Ah, there we go. That this this goblin kept popping up and going in behind everyone's photos. I thought it was Heidi Klum because she always dresses up at Halloween, but no, RuPaul's Drag Race. He was having a little one. But um, one of the shows that, like you said, everyone was talking about was, of course, Succession. That is a phenomenal yeah. series. And you just mentioned the Golden Globes as well and then the Yammies, which Sarah Snook did pick up both. It was just the talk of the town all about Australian actress Sarah Snook because what a story she's had. Remember, she started on Packed to the Rafters yes. way back in, I think, 2009. And then she's done some Australian films and she's just such an amazing success story for Australia. Hey. I know. And, you know, the other shows that everyone was talking about were The Bear. If you haven't seen that yet, that's absolutely outstanding. But, yeah, Sarah Snook, really the person of the moment. Succession, very strange to, like, kind of... I mean, I guess it's nice to be um, sort of, like, celebrating a show that's now finished. But, I mean, that show, if you haven't gotten behind that as well, definitely worth a watch. I mean, it's it's just such a crazy, mixed-up story about a rich family who have too much money and not enough sense. (laughs) Well, there's so many. Uh, The Bear, The Beef's... Succession dominated the evening. It was a big awards, and obviously you're going to do a whole section on it on the streaming service, are you, Justin Hill? You know I will. And also, too, one thing worth mentioning is that Elton John actually got his first EGOT. Yes. Now, I don't know what that means, but that means basically when you get an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony Award, and he is only the 19th person in the world to get an EGOT, and he joins people like Whoopi Goldberg, wow. uh, Audrey Hepburn, people like that. So huge night for the entertainment industry, and we will be covering it all in the streaming service. Yes, and find it on listeners. Search Justin Hill and the streaming service. But thanks for joining us, and thanks for the top moments from the Emmys. Thank you, guys. Take your taste buds to the tropics with Macca's. New pineapple fritters or new pineapple sundae. But hurry, they're only available for a limited time. It's Dan and Christy. Shout out for a handout.
Oh, a new segment in 2024. Uh, Christina this. Applegate, uh, we're talking about, received a heartwarming applause yesterday. Uh, she's a great actor. She, You may have seen her in Anchorman. She was in Dead to Me Too, uh, which is a great series. Uh, I remember her from Married with Children. Of that course. shows my age. Because uh, she was probably like really young when she started on that show, too. She would have only been a teenager, wouldn't yeah, she? Yeah, a teenager. She, yeah, Christina Applegate. and um, Legend of the business. Yeah, she really mm. is. And you've just rattled off a lot of titles of films mm. and TV where she's just made us laugh. Christina Applegate is just a hilarious actress and so she seems funny. like a great person and uh, it did start with Married with Children and that was mm-hmm. what was really nice. The theme song was playing yesterday when she walked out on stage at the Emmys. Yeah, she was presenting an award. Uh, she came out while walking with a cane and everyone gave her a standing ovation because uh, this is a pretty rare public appearance for Christina because she was diagnosed, uh, I think in the final season of Dead to Me um, with multiple sclerosis in 2021. So uh, a rare appearance. So everyone gave her a standing ovation. She did make this joke, which was very funny. You're you're totally shaming me with disability by standing up. It's fine. Okay. Um. <laughs> Very funny lady. Isn't and and that's awesome. the thing. Like, and I had to look it up because um, this is what this whole segment is about. So um, shout out for a handout is pretty much just shining a light on some of the charities out there and getting involved. And multiple sclerosis, um, it's a chronic disease that uh, kind of affects your nervous system, your brain, your spinal cord. So she would get fatigue, difficulty walking, uh, numbness, tingling, like all, all problems with cord. And a lot of people suffer from this. So. They certainly do, actually. Mm. There's more than 33,000 Australians living with MS at the moment. Um, often the diagnosis happens between the ages of 20 to 40, uh, particularly in Australia, where it affects three times more women than men. And we mm. thought, you know, we want to uh, take this time on the show where we'd love to get you involved as well, where we will do shout-out, you know, for, for a handout. We want to bring light to causes that everybody's talking about and get the word out there and really use this platform to help other people. Mm. And so you might be going through something with family or friends of yours. There might be a GoFundMe that you want us to to really draw attention to for somebody, a mate out there that needs your help. You can always message us on the Dan and Christy Instagram on our That's socials. Right. We will read your messages. We will say them on air. And today, obviously, with Christine Applegate, in the media and, and doing what she so wonderfully did, which was mm. showing up, walking out on that cane and, and drawing light to MS, uh, being somebody who's living with, with MS herself. We thought this is a great time to really draw light to this platform and, and mm. get the word out there. That's it. And that's what it's all about. So msaustralia.org.au slash donate if you want to make uh, any contributions. And I know even something as easy as 63 bucks uh, is an hourly rate of a researcher out, out there. So um, for those with people with MS, uh, we, we feel it for you. Um, it'd be an awful, awful uh, disease and, and a chronic one for that uh, for those suffering with it. So people living with MS, um, we'd love all the research on behalf of uh, msaustralia.org.au. Uh, donate and raise some funds and if you have any more shout outs, get in touch with us. The Aussie Angus Deluxe is back at Macca's. And there's a viral story going around about a lady that says she does not ask her parents to babysit her kids. To babysit or not to babysit, that is the question. I know if my parents were close uh, in the area that we live in, I would definitely lean on them all the time for babysitting duties. I know I get my mother-in-law to do it all the time. Mm. Um, but she enjoys hanging out with the kids. There was a stage in her life where she just refused to do it because they were too young and they were too uh, little upstarts. So, uh, but 
they're a bit older now, so Isabel's eight and Maddie's five, and they've got past that annoying stage. Well, they're still pretty annoying, especially the younger one. I don't know her name. <laughs> uh, Madeline. Uh, she's a little bit, bit of a rat bag. But, um, As I, all I do our kids. As are all kids. Yeah. So what am I trying to say? Uh, we've got kids together. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no. Uh, but, like, do you let uh, you let your mum so, babysit your, your boys? Yeah, yeah, mm. of course. I mean, yeah. I find it interesting that this woman has said that she... She's actually really close to her family and she doesn't want to ask her parents to babysit because she wants her parents to enjoy their life. And I actually, I mean, I applaud that because you think to yourself, I would only ever not ask my parents for help if I didn't like something about their own parenting with me. I've never mm. heard of a story where someone doesn't want to ask for family help just because they don't want to be a burden. So, I mean, I I really do lean into my mum's help now where possible. I, yeah. It only came into my... Um, my mum only came back into my life as in living close by two years ago because my mum mm. had always lived in Queensland and so she was so far away. We were very close and would always have phone calls but she was never around to babysit and stuff. So she would and have missed out on some it. really yeah, years. Yeah, she, she really did and like mm. you said, she missed out on the years when my two younger boys were toddlers because that is hard, especially as I think grandparents get older, chasing them around and like you don't have the energy. It's hard enough to have energy when they're, when they're no. your own kids, you know. <laughs> um, but this, this girl, she just doesn't want to ask for help because she doesn't want her parents in their elderly age to have to look after her kids. So good on her. So she, well, I guess you want them to enjoy their golden years. Yeah, I guess. yeah. exactly. And the golden girls. But I think yeah. as well, like my mum, as much as she makes jokes, Mama Deb, about how she just likes to give the kids junk food as karma to me, she mm. loves being a grandma. Mm. She really does love seeing her her children's children, you know, and and I would never take that away from from no. mum. And I still am that person. I still have to pull up my mum with stuff that she does with my kids. And so we sometimes go head to head with that. I'm like, mum, I'm I'm the mother. Let me be the bad guy. Mm-hmm. I can I can say no to that. You just just have fun. Don't let it impact your life at you know at this stage in your life in your 60s just relax a little bit you know mm. i'm missing my mum at the moment she's on a cruise and yeah, so i she's haven't somewhere seen in her the pacific ocean yeah and so it would be great um having that family support but you know i suppose that's the thing hey it's you have mm. to be able to be comfortable with the people that you're leaving your kids with right that's right and it's free childcare, uh, <laughs> which is really fun Aussie Angus Deluxe with Beetroot is back at Macca's for a limited time. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Yum, yum, yum. School's about to be back for 2024. Um, geez, Aussie parents, be warned, it's going to hit you in the hip pocket this summer. That's what they're saying, according to this article. That's thousands a- of dollars. Oh, I know. $3.5 billion nationally on school supplies. This is what this new article says about how Ugh. much it's going to cost we parents to get the kids back to school. That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, breaking it down, uh, they report that the average primary school student will cost a parent $2,547. Um, that's with oh tuition fees in school camps, while high school students will cost an average of 4793 bucks. Cosy lives, isn't it? It's just the cosy oh lives. God, that's cozy what the kids are saying. Live. Cost of living. I know. Because you've got uniforms, you've got reading material, you've got workbooks. I know that a lot of high schools that you have to get a laptop, like it's a prerequisite to get like maybe a nice little iPad or something like that. Um, I'm not looking forward to that. The kids, thank God, are in primary school, but it's just going to get worse. It's going to be this endless pit, isn't it? See, when we were in school, I remember specifically like they sent a list home of books that we had to take to school. We didn't have to buy tech stuff, but we had to Mm. buy some books. And my mum, mum and dad, being a school teacher, decides to skimp on it, right? And so she says to me, no, 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 I'm not going to buy you books. I'll just get them from the my own school that I teach at. I'll just take them from like the library or something, right? We have spare copies. But because she kept forgetting to do it, 
I kept getting yelled at in certain classes, like my English class because I didn't have a Tim Winter novel. I kept getting yelled at in science because I didn't have this book that I was supposed to have. I'm like, Mum, I'm getting in trouble here because you're deciding to save money. Can you just (laughs) go out and spend 100 bucks or whatever it is and just buy me these books or can you remember like to... (laughs) Borrow them from the library or whatever. I don't care what you yeah. do. Yeah, exactly. Stop trying so to you skip money to like, in trouble. Um, be that student that would just look over the shoulder of someone yeah. while they had it. I, yeah. My mum, sometimes, and I'm not crying poor here. I mean, we didn't have any money growing up. My mum wouldn't even get me pens because mm. she was like, no, nah, I was getting them from <laughs> school. So I seriously was that kid at school sitting there. I didn't have my own books a lot of the time, like reading books. I didn't have my own writing books to write into. And I really prided myself on being independent. <laughs> so but you I just learn by just listening. Yeah, or I'd get attention like, Christy Hayes, you have detention. But they'd sit, the irony mm. is they would send home a note to my mum to give me a detention because I hadn't brought in my school books to school. Right, you can get a detention for that. You could in those but, days. Um, where did you go on your camp too? Because apparently camps cost heaps of money too. Like it, it's thousands and thousands of dollars, if, especially if you're going to a private school. Mm. I didn't. I didn't get to go to school camps because I'd left oh, school at that. I left school pretty early because I started to to work. You know, work on home and away. <laughs> so you got to go I'm on camp that. on Summer Bay for a decade. Dad and Christy. Live on the radio and on the listener app. We're asking on thirteen ten sixty. Uh, where did you lose your partner? Oh, my God. I don't know mm. how this happens. But anyway, hubby Justin and I are a super close couple. We love doing everything together, right? I know that sounds cliche, but we mm. really do. Even the shopping, as much as I joke about it. But I swear to God, Justin, he just disappears into his own head. So mm-hmm. yesterday we're at Woolies um, just doing a quick little what should we get for dinner shop, little things around the house. I have to go and get some girl stuff for myself and I turn around and he's just gone. Mm-hmm. The man was leaving without me. Fair I said, enough. Yeah. <laughs> I said, babe, do you remember that you're married and that we're supposed to be, like, doing this whole thing together? He just disappears. Now, you know both of us, right? Am I... And be it's honest, an unwritten rule. You like, just stay together. I'm not the wanderer. He wanders, right? It's not mm. the other way around, surely. No, you. And I've been in that situation where you're looking up every aisle for your mum. Sometimes you lose them <laughs> as a kid and you're like, I don't know which aisle. And, and sometimes oh. it's impossible to find them. Did your mum just leave you in the aisles? All Do, the time. Same. Well, every time I went to the shops with Colleen, she'd just talk to every single person because um, that would take about three hours. <laughs> so I ended up just never going to the shops with her ever again because I'm like, I don't want to waste all that time. <laughs> yeah. um, but People go missing all the time. They go astray. They go off grid. Um, so thirteen ten sixty. This is what we're asking now, Alicia. Now, uh, where has your partner gone missing? Pretty much every time we go to Kmart, we lose each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's a thing. Uh, so, what section do you find him in usually? Um, I think he's normally waiting out the front by the time we find each other. <laughs> Yeah, I I do get sick of like waiting for your partner to finish what they're doing, and sometimes they're dawdling. They've gone astray. They're off grid. They've wandered off. Yeah, and you're like, I just want to wrap this up. Alicia, so you wait in the car. <laughs> exactly. Is there a rule between like, are you the wanderer or is he the wanderer? I've got a list of a million things to do. It's just that he's got a shorter list than my long list. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie from Bendigo, where did you lose your partner? Um, I guess I suppose I did lose him in the driveway. Oh, that's, uh, that must like a... be a long driveway. <laughs> Was yeah. that a break? Eight years ago, I'm still, I'm still trying to find him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going out for some time, or maybe some time, and then just yeah, disappears. Yeah, my cousin yep. picked him up for milk. Yeah, okay, going oh, to get babe. milk. Mm. Maybe you're better off without him then, huh? <laughs>
Yeah. Yeah, I've moved on, had two more kids since. I don't know if he's coming back. <laughs> it's probably with hubby Justin and Woolies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Aaron in Albury, where did you lose your partner? Oh, I lost her in Chadston Shopping Centre. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, I've been to Chadston heaps. It's too big, isn't it? Oh, yeah, definitely. It's uh, it's like a maze. Can't I can't I don't know where everything is there. No, even your car park. Like it, it, there's too many car parks everywhere. Like where, which level am I on? Yeah, where yeah, am I? I? Didn't even know what level I was. <laughs> don't even talk about IKEA. Geez, that Swedish furniture shop. You get lost in there. I can't okay. even exit. Thirteen ten sixty. Where did you lose your partner? I'm attached to my partner. But Janet from Bendigo, where did you lose your partner? Yeah, I lost my partner every time we went to Bunnings. <laughs> yeah. Do we have the but, same partner, hun? Because this happens to me too. Uh, no. Well, um, every time we'd go to Bunnings, I would lose him. He would see. He would look straight at me three or four aisles up, and then just wander into another aisle like he didn't see me. Mm-hmm. And then, after we divorced, he told me he did it just to piss me off. Oh, really? I thought you were yes. going to say he went out and got some snags too and got lost no, in the eyes of the no, no. RSL. No, he, he, did it. he did it just to upset me. Oh, my oh, God. Geez. So is that where you served him the divorce paperwork at Bunnings? <laughs> <laughs> well, lower standards are just the beginning. Dan and Christy. Get new pineapple fritters and pineapple sundae at Macca's. That was the Dan and Christy podcast. Dan and Christy.